Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the MTG Complex Cast. My name is Steven and today I'm joined by my co-hosts John and Chris. Hey. And in today's episode we'll be talking about the modern GP results uh, as well as the Team Trios recap from John and Chris. And we're going to be going over some modern Highlander decks that we built for you guys. Uh, let's kick things off with our weekly roundup where we talk about what decks we piloted and what decks we played against in this past week. Chris, let's start off with you. So at FNM, I played five color humans yet again. Big uh, surprise. Something about uh, my teammates wanting me to get more practice on the deck. They want me to play for the GP or something. I don't know. Weird. Anyway, didn't actually do that well. Went two and two, lost to uh, green red stuff. Okay. And <laughs> that deck was sweet. Uh, also lost that to was affinity. some spicy stuff. <laughs> now uh, I've had someone who plays affinity a lot tell me that the match was very good for me, and then I played against it and it didn't feel good at all. So I'm a little <laughs> confused there. <laughs> I think you said that the matchup should be pretty good too, right? Because of like Freebooter being a one-two flyer is pretty good, Steven? Yeah, you know, flyers are good. Well, I mean, it, if they just draw the nut, it's, you know, it's so, a nut. They're so gonna what nut happened you. was like, I play a meddling mage and I'm like, okay, what am I afeard of? Like, I don't know, name like Ravager or something. And then he's like, oh, look, a Steel Overseer. I'm like, huh. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll do it. That's pretty good. Spin the wheel. I so, play so, a freebooter and he shows me a hand of like etch champion, etch champion, second steel overseer. I'm like, huh? Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, like I said, if they just have the nut, then you know, it's affinity. And, if you can't keep up with it, it's gonna roll you over. But and then for the two, most part, game two he has like triple vault scourge and steel overseer. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, you don't have a lot of removal in your deck, do you? No. Man. So mm. I boarded in eight cards, and I didn't see any of them. Yeah, that's And nice. I boarded in, like, eight removal spells. Yeah, is that'll... Isn't it, is it Staticaster, like, fucking destroys that opener, though? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, didn't draw Staticaster, didn't draw Renegades, didn't draw Dismember, didn't draw Fiend Hunter, and, like... Uh, <laughs> I tried. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Green Red Stuff. So, uh... That deck was so game, sweet. Game one... I think I kind of ran him over. Um, he, he couldn't stand up to the old human might. And then game two, he played his own human. I think it's a human. Uh, Magus of the Moon? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I believe it's a human. <laughs> Get wrecked. Yeah, so apparently that was the superior human. So I said, okay, it's not so bad. I have like my Noble Hierarch and my Aether Vial, right? I can still play some stuff. And then he plays a Chameleon Colossus. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> What's that to? So, Communion Colossus is a 4-mana four 4-4. Four, four. It's a shapeshifter, so it's all creature types. Also a human, I guess. So the human Once here. again, Riders of Gavany would have been real good. <laughs> <laughs> and it has protection from black, and so you can pay 4-mana to give it plus X plus X, where X is its power. So if you do it once, it becomes an 8-8. You do it again, it becomes a 16-16. Huh. In the same turn, anyway. Not really relevant, smash. because uh, the next turn, when he attacks me with it, and I decline the block, he chooses not to pump it, which is really scary. That's when you poop your pants. <laughs> <laughs> what does he have to better to do with his mana than four nug more you, damage? Nug you for eight, yeah. <laughs> Turns out the answer to that question is um, uh, Mirrodin Staple, Modern All-Star, 
arc slogger. <laughs> What's that? So you never those seen of you who don't know what arc slogger oh, does, it's so good. <laughs> it's a it's five so mana four five, double red, the generic four five. I think it's a beast. Yeah. Um, and it has the ability of one red uh, to deal two damage to a creature or player. However, it's not, it's not just, it's one, not just red. one red. <laughs> uh, so the cost is one red and exiling the top ten cards of your library. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> to shock something. Yeah. Can you guess what he shocked? Uh, My noble hierarchs. Rip. That's pretty good. And then he plays a Manglehorn and destroys my Aether Vial. <laughs> Man, what is this deck? <laughs> so sweet. So, I, yeah, I, I got uh, savagely crushed. <laughs> my Arc Slugger. So I'm like, I don't even know what to board in, right? Like, Arc Slugger? <laughs> How kill? Magus of the Moon? Oh, Get these dismembers in my deck. <laughs> then uh, game three, uh... <clears throat> I drew, so I mulled a 6 or 5 or something. I had 3 non-land cards the entire game. Actually, no, technically 4. But 2 of those, no, no, no. I had 5 non-land cards the entire game, and 2 of them were Aether Vials. <laughs> oh. So Champion Mayor Mayor was not good enough. Uh, it was not <laughs> able shock. to beat uh, Inferno Titan, Kiki Jiki, Kapo, Copy My Inferno Titan. What? <laughs> God, it was so good. So my two mares like flipped, right? Because I vowed it in. I was like, all right, I guess I'm just gonna like be on the wolf plan. And it's like there's no way he can play two spells. Oh, he's playing all these four and five mana cards. And he goes like next turn, uh, Utopia Sprawl, Arbor Elf to fill them back. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> huh. Uh, no wolves for me. And he untaps. It's like Inferno Titan, shoot your wolf guy. And I was like, ha, huh, he's a four four because he's being buffed by his front homie. They live. He's like, okay, fine. Next turn, Kiki Jiki. Oh, okay. Well, that's... So, anyway. That's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was my fight experience. And then um, at the Team Shields event, I decided to play um, good old Amulet. Cool. Okay. I guess we can talk going more back about to, that. Going, uh, going back to your roots. Back to my roots, Yeah. <laughs> talk about that a little bit more later on so uh anyway what about you john what'd you what'd you play uh i played rug delver at fnm went undefeated 4-0 crush crush deck is still viable was uh very fun puts a lot of power on the board really fast <clears throat> um one thing to note he was able to take down mr arc slogger yes yes the arc sloggers <laughs> were no match uh, I only lost two games uh, that night, and one of them was to him. Uh, so he went uh, turn turn uh, three Kitchen Finks, turn four Chameleon Colossus, turn five Chameleon Colossus, turn six Duplicant on your Tarmogoyf. <laughs> 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 it's like, oh, let's scoop him up. <laughs> Can't beat. <laughs> I'm not uh, Duplicant. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, okay then. We're done here. Um, so yeah, um, the, the deck felt really good overall, um, just being able to, like, play Goyfs and Hooting Mandrills was just, like, absurd how much power it put on the board, and, um, 
the trample on hoodie mandrels felt really good after playing like angler for like ages now i was like oh trample's so good people like trying to like throw shit under the bus you know it's like nah that tramples and i'm like huh maybe i won't block after all <laughs> just take the full four okay sure i'm done with that so uh yeah it was really acceptable sweet. either way yeah <laughs> so well, uh, uh, i'll have that- to i'll have to check that list out from you that sounds like a lot of fun yeah, it was uh, Zach's uh, brother Jake actually five would with a really similar list on Moto like last year, and um, that's kind of my starting point. I just tweaked it a little bit, um, not not much. I kind of modernized it because it was like pre Amonkhet. Oh, cool. I believe. Um, so uh, just kind of brushed off the cobwebs, made a few little tweaks. Taxium Probe is banned now; it was legal then. <laughs> oh yeah, big, kind <laughs> of a big loss. Um, <laughs> So he's like, oh, take out four Gitaxium Probes, add one of various other cards already in the deck here and there, add a land, add another counterspell, <laughs> add a Simic Charm. It was just like, okay, pad some numbers a little bit here. Uh, we're, we're fine, though. Deck felt pretty good. And then uh, I played Grixis Delver, as always, in uh, the Legacy seat at our Team Trios event, and we can talk about that uh, in a little bit. Uh, how about you, Steven? How was, uh, how was your weekly roundup? Uh, so I didn't, so lately I haven't been able to play too much, uh, constructed paper. Uh, I've been getting to my shop, like, super late because of work. Uh, but this week I made it just in time to squeeze in an unstable draft on Friday, which was so much fun. I, and maybe, maybe, maybe it might've not been as fun as, like, previous, uh, unsets where you're, like, doing absurdly ridiculous things like the whole room is doing that thing doing those things but i specifically got the one mana green creature where you have to ask like ask somebody not in the game if they like squirrels oh (laughs) (laughs) and then if they say they like squirrels and you get a you get a one one squirrel is it per person or just no just you just won't ask one person person. if somebody is chatter of the squirrels with a claws attached to it that's awful Uh, and then there was a there was one player in in the room who got the card that said like for every high five you get in the next thirty seconds oh, you get you that like you gain a life and the person that got that you gave the high five to gain a life so we saw him get up twice um, and just like like literally high five the whole room which was yeah. like 40, 40 something people so he gained like forty two life there is some guy like <laughs> harvesting the modern players at our FNM like multiple times it's <laughs> like getting kind of annoying after a while honestly yeah yeah i'm, yeah, I'm sure if you're, i'm sure if you're not playing if you're not playing it then it's it's like kind of annoying as you're like trying to focus on your like highly I think competitive you can actually format. Probably, you can probably hear it in the background of the uh, the videos that are going up this week oh that's funny <laughs> Um, but yeah, oh, I also got that, uh, that Mantis that has the... the oh, oh, yes. Just, just, just a second? <laughs> just, a second. just a second, yeah. God, that card is... I really and like I, that card. And, and the one time I played it, I actually destroyed the, the one, the permanent that I was aiming for, so that was pretty cool. Nice. Um, sick flicks, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, besides, besides that, my Friday night was, was, uh, fun. It was, I got to pull a bunch of, uh... Full art lands, which look super, super sweet, um, but I don't know where I'm going to put them yet because they don't really, I don't know, they don't really fit to the to the art scheme of my affinity deck. My my affinity deck is very uh, cohesive in its art and the colors and everything. Anyways, that's that's for another that's for another day. Or like uh, 
so then on over the weekend, I decided to record a modern, um, a modern league on MTGO with Affinity that will be coming up soon for anybody listening that wants to watch. Um, but yeah, I went four and one. I played. I lost to Storm, who just spoilers. I mean, Storm and they stormed. (laughs) I mean, they just yeah, like they just turned three stormed both games that they won. So it was just like okay, great. I like the Affinity player complaining about this. Ah, they did a thing really fast, then I died. (laughs) How unfair! I'm not saying it was unfair. I'm just like. Like there's nothing like there's nothing my deck can do about it. Like I can run removal spells and like try to remove their creatures, but they're probably still gonna storm anyways. Like what the heck are they gonna do against you if you go off though? Like you're just two ships passing in the night. Exactly. Yeah, so it's just like just kill them faster. Right? And it was <laughs> I and that, I did that against the the storm player I played before that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. It was it was fun. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you guys will enjoy those videos. But. Uh, I'm fairly new to it, so it might be not great. Oh, okay. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I also made huge misplays. I was like, talk- I was talking up my my plays my first game uh, for way too long to the point where I forgot what was on the battlefield. Had a, a steel overseer on the battlefield, and I forgot to activate it like four times. Excellent. <laughs> don't so, do this. So, so this will be great. It's okay. um, as long as you don't do anything like waste your own wasteland. <laughs> uh, click on this ink moth nexus just like whoop shoots whoop, up gone shoots, shoots itself <laughs> up into the uh combat zone tapped mistakes have been made <laughs> anyways his own ink moth doesn't activate steel overseer anyway <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. uh, um and then besides that the cool deck that i saw this week was a video online of i think it was mtg goldfish but i also saw another youtuber play it but i don't remember who it was it was the As Foretold um, Living End deck. It looks, in my opinion, it looks super sweet. You're obviously dead in the water if you don't draw the right cards, but it looks awesome. Um, I have a harder time understanding how this deck wins than I did understanding how Zubera's wins. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know, it seems like Magical Christmas Land, but I guess it must operate slightly better than that. Probably, yeah. It's because should... Zubera's is just a you know nice, fair, easy to understand deck. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta know what the cards do, and then play them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Tap some lands, play Zubera. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Um. Besides that, uh, blue or the the green red stuff deck. Did you guys see anything cool? I mean. My opponent played an Arc Slogger. Yeah, that was the cool deck that we saw. It was sweet. Great, fantastic. Yeah. Like, I was definitely not expecting to get curved um, Magus of the Moon into Chameleon Colossus into Arc Slogger. <laughs> yeah, you saw the spicier half of his deck. I didn't see anything too exciting. Although he did, like, play a Harsh Mentor and then, like, Eldritch Evolution it, which was kind of kind of cool. I wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do, yeah. do I do I bring in these graph diggers cages? I Wait. don't know. <laughs> so did, did this deck play? This deck seems like it just played a bunch of green green and a bunch of red red spells. It was like the like the the shell of a Ponza deck where they just took all the mana denial out for the most part. Yeah, and they just, just like, took out all the stone rains and just put in like more 
things like sweet green red <laughs> creatures yeah i was like huh <laughs> still had like Sounds... the utopia sprawls and the arbor elves and the maguses and i think i saw like a minwolvi acid moss <laughs> just like trying to ramp you know just like the ramp part of the deck and then just okay. like huge crazy beaters <laughs> sounds great yeah <laughs> Eeky-jeeky, um, mirror breaker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Broke the uh, human mirror wide open. <laughs> uh, speaking of red-green decks... Um, and, and mirrors. And mirrors. Um, <laughs> the modern GP uh, in Oklahoma City was... The top eight was... Um, Dismal, tragic... Interesting. It was mirror, interesting. Mirror on the wall. <laughs> Who is the fairest of them all? So, uh, for those of you who didn't watch last weekend's GP, there was a, a Titan Shift, Titan Shift, Dredge, Tron, Jeskai Breach, Tron, Living End, Tron, as the top eight decks in that order. Um, lots and lots of lands. So that was a thing. Ugh. So what, a, how, what a miserable top eight. So, like, how does how do we end up at this point? Like, how unprepared was the room for these decks, or like, how many non tier one decks came up to the came to this tournament? I think so, I think it's not a tiering issue. It's just people have been cutting back further and further on their land hate for a long time now. That like, makes sense. Like, who who plays Fulminator Mage anymore? When was the last time someone showed you a sideboard and there was a crumble to dust in it? Like, uh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I yeah. haven't played one in a long time. I mean, that wasn't really evident in uh, our tournament. But <clears throat> forgetting that, one thing that I saw was I think the total attendance for um, this GP was just like fourteen hundred players. Hmm. Which is less than half of what GP Vegas was. So I don't that's know what a typical. You're right, yeah. So I don't know what typical numbers of GPs are, but it feels like a smaller than average modern GP. I think they're in the high one one thousands to low two thousands range usually, right? I think so. That's that seems right. Yeah, I guess. In any case, if everyone's been worried about like storm and humans or something, then they're all gonna bring their you know thought seizes and fatal pushes, which are pretty embarrassing against you know Urza's power plant. Yeah, I guess that's that's accurate. If you're just if you have a bunch of fatal push in your deck, then you're gonna be pretty sad when you run to any of these decks. Yeah, the the like, this is like the final nail in the coffin of the like Jund Facebook group for modern. Like the collective <laughs> the collective wailing of the people in this group has been like reaching a fevered pitch, <laughs> and this this was like this was the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, holy crap! Like they're, they're these... like. Sh- <laughs> Their piercing cries have been getting like louder and louder as the month has gone by. <laughs> uh. Like out of these decks, like what cards in it does Fatal Push actually kill? What Narcomoeba? <laughs> hey, hey! It it actually can target. Uh, it can Sakura target. Tribe sure, Elder. sure, sure. It doesn't kill Sakura Tribe <laughs> it Goes out on its own. It terms. can technically target Primeval Titan too, but. You know, that's, that's accurate. Yep, yep. It, like it, it doesn't it, kill anything in Living End. Doesn't kill anything in Tron. Doesn't kill like Snapcaster Mage. Woo. 
from the the breach oh, deck. Man. Ooh, hey, hey, oh, it, man. it kills uh it kills the uh the spirit. Like what <laughs> the what what the else spirit. if the Titan Shift is playing that? You gotta yeah, revolt it, it, for it. <laughs> yeah, it, I guess I guess if everybody comes prepared for hyper aggressive decks and brings uh, removal spells and hand disruption. This will this will be the outcome if these decks are there and being piloted well. I mean, this is kind of like the the end game for this being a fatal push format, right? Yeah. What fatal pushes? What fatal yeah. push? <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's as much as we can say about that. Maybe, There's not much of. Maybe that's why the Tron decks didn't win the event because they had fatal pushes in them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. Uh. <laughs> so moving on to our Team Trios roundup, where you guys did a, a team event. Uh, John, how did you do with your Legacy games? Uh, I went three and one. Um, it was a pretty short event in terms of like time spent playing games. Actually, I spent most of my time watching Chris and Mike play out their matches, honestly. Yeah, you were actually um, like the first one done most of the time. Yeah, uh, round one I put against Death and Taxes. Um, game one um, I kept him constricted on mana and went uh, turn name into Gurmog, and that wait you him. kept wait you kept the Death and Taxes player constricted on mana. Yeah, I'm playing the Stifle build of uh, Grixis, so that, that's uh, just it was just funny funny to hear that because they're normally the ones constricting mana. Yeah, so he I think game one he led on. I think Rashadenport Aether Vial, so I snapped off a Forcible on the Vial and then Wastelanded him on my first turn. And, yep, that'll uh, do it. Uh, yeah, that'll he, do it. Didn't have a lot going on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, heads up play there. Pat myself on the back. Um, game two, uh, kind of flipped it around. Um, I got Wastelanded twice in the early game, and um, I had, like, a Young Pyromancer in my hand. I just kind of got clogged up and wasn't able to... Uh, really effectively use my spells i was trying to protect one of my lands of a stifle and i had to stifle a stoneforge mystic trigger off of a i think it was an aether vial or a cavern of souls um he had i think double cavern that game and um i couldn't really leverage my counter magic to keep the board clear and um his lands were um freed up pretty quickly to you know aggressively take on my mana base and i got kind of starved out of the game from a resource point um then game three again uh, I kept him really constrained on resources. Um, the whole match was just kind of about constricting your opponent's ability to make and use mana. Um, and I had a ton of artifact destruction effects that I brought in, and I just didn't see any of them the entire match, which was kind of weird. But um, I kept him kind of constrained, did the Gurmog true name nemesis thing again, and uh, he eventually had to like play out a palace jailer just to uh like take my Gurmog Angler for a turn and draw a card and then I immediately just you know took the monarch back with um my true nemesis and got my Gurmog back I did not realize that I need to read uh, cards better I thought it was like you know a permanent like o-ring effect kind of like a fiend hunter or something but um if you take the monarch back you just get your card back I haven't really played against <laughs> palace jailer that much actually I just never seem to run into it um so that was cool. I liked that a lot. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, I got cards. And yeah, he was just desperately trying to dig to a, um, a council judgment, basically, and just decided it was worth it to try to get that extra draw. And that was kind of the end of the game right there. And it just took a turn or two to mop things up. Um, just He had a hard time dealing with you know the really effective threats that Crixus Delver can, can put forward. 
And then uh, round two, I played against Blue Black Reanimator. Um, my opponent had the worst draws I think I've ever seen that deck have. I think he like mulled to four game one. And then five on game two. Like five on game two. Yeah, it just didn't do anything. Game two, he like ponder shuffled twice. He didn't see a reanimation spell the entire match. And honestly, even if he had been equipped to like try to do his thing, I think I just had answers for it anyway. I had pretty good hands and I just kind of cleaned him up with some Delvers and it was a, a pretty quick match, unfortunately for him. So I get to watch Chris have his sweet match, but I'll let him go over that later. <laughs> real, real nail biter next to me. Oh, yeah. And then uh, game two, um, we know the opponent is on Blackguard Reanimator. So I have a hand. I'm on, I, I lose a die roll, so I'm on the draw. And I have, like, Days, Days, Deathrite, Shaman, um, some Candors. I had, like, a, a very a very respectable hand so long as yeah. I didn't so get John, turn one. John shows me his hand. He's like, oh, this is good. And I'm like, oh, like, Double Days, like, Underground Sea, Deathrite, or, like, Fetchland or something. Like, yeah, this hand does, like, really good against Blackguard Reanimator. And then his opponent like turned ones a grizzle brand or something. It's like, oh, we were on the, we were on the draw. Yeah, he like dark <laughs> ritual into into stuff, right? And I just I lost that turn basically. I, I that deck just can't really beat grizzle brand once it resolves. So, um, that was game one. Game two, bring in like, let's see, it's like a ten card board for blue black reanimator and like an eight card board in for black red because you don't bring in pyroblast, and um, we both mold a four. Uh, neither of us can find any lands. I had like a wasteland only hand, and then like no land, no land, no land, like wasteland. It was like two wasteland hands and a bunch of no land hands. We finally keep it four, and my hand is um, it's uh, Delver Land Land Surgical Extraction, I believe. <laughs> yeah, so, it's the so, best four I've ever seen. Yeah, and so <laughs> we're like Delver pass, and then he's like thought sees you take you know take the surgical, and then he just has nothing and i draw into like a little bit of interaction and just kill him with the delver basically <laughs> it, was a, it was a pretty strange game and then um game three we have uh a no lander on seven my opponent keeps seven i'm like man you know if he's keeping seven his hand is probably really good um so our hand is like surgical extraction and then like stuff no land uh getaxian probe um i'm on the draw so i have like probe Ponder, and I'm on the draw. You have, like, days and death ride and stuff. Yeah, it was a good hand. Um, but I, I had, uh... So I... Like one land, this, this hand is gas. Yeah, no land. So decided to keep it. Um, and uh, I just can't find land and lose. Um, and he had he had a pretty stacked hand anyways, honestly. So, uh, but, I don't know. It was, I thought it was pretty close at the time, just because, like, I feel like that game, like is a coin flip pretty often like especially when they're keeping like their sevens right um and i was like well you know what i have like i have the interaction like the turn one interaction that i like i really want to have and uh it's probably worth it just to like try to hit the land um you know off the top in like the two draw steps and you can maybe even like fade a turn and try to get it on your third draw step or your third draw your second draw step and thinking back like of how many cards i'm bringing in it's probably right to try to go down to at least six i don't know it's a tough one um you just really really want to be able to interact on turn zero when they're on the play yeah and keep seven so i don't know to be fair, like the matchup feels like a coin flip yeah all the time exactly like, so that was that of what you're playing against so we it. finished we finished real quick i think like game one like chris is mulganing looks away looks back and the game's basically over <laughs> <laughs> um so that was that 
and um and then the last round um played against infect um and uh we crushed out like two quick games um uh beat him pretty quickly um it's not a very good matchup for him um have a lot of removal a lot of interaction he's trying to kill you with small little dudes that he pumps uh and then we proceeded to play like i don't know like seven games like for fun afterwards and uh they were all post board games and uh he probably won like mm, a third of the time maybe a little bit more than that it was kind of how that broke down basically felt like a really good matchup but sometimes you just get got you know they go like uh turn one um like guy and you're just like oh bolt it and they're just like oh i'll just pump it with the uh invigorate invigorate yeah and you're like okay i I guess like you know (laughs) okay guess i like at least traded a card you know so that's how that goes so uh three and one for the tournament um felt pretty good um definitely enjoy playing with the deck um and then chris you can tell us about uh your set of the event uh, so despite uh, my teammates wanting me to practice humans at FNM, I decided to ignore them and play uh, Amulet instead for uh, <laughs> the middle seat on uh, the team event. Because that, that deck just really lets you leverage you know, your spare time and energy to help us <laughs> make decisions. So, I mean, our, our standard player says, like, you know, let's just have fun, you know? And John's like, no fun, only win. <laughs> I, I, I was joking. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I... Can, I I briefly considered bringing high tide. Like, you know what? You know you're right, Mike. We should have fun. So I'm I'm going to I'm going to play a deck that I have fun playing and not help either of you at all today. <laughs> <laughs> so I played Amulet, and round one, um, I played against Lajazi Tron, and I won game three on turn five of extra turns. <laughs> oh my lord! So it's literally no help at all. Whole tournament is just waiting. <laughs> I mean, waiting on this amulet player. In my defense, um, my opponent was kind of taking his time because he didn't really have a good grasp of what was going on in my side of the table. Not that I really blame him because amulet's not a particularly well-known deck, especially not anymore. Yeah, that deck is like I have my eyes glaze over when I play against you on that deck. I'm like, fuck, he could do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, like him, him think like. Talking to his teammates, oh, should I do this? And they're like, no, 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 do, you do that. And like, oh, should I do that? No, 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 you should maybe do that instead. It was basically like th- three versus one because, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mike and I are just like, I don't know. Like, sure, do that. That looks good. Like, game three, he was able to defeat uh, the queen, the Hornet queen. Turns out Endbringer is real good. Um, yeah. Draws lots of cards, even yeah, we look over people in bees. Does, we think does they're in, like, all. game three or something. He's like, okay, on to game three. We're like, what? <laughs> I considered scooping, like, way earlier just for time consideration, but I was like, I don't know. There's, a, there's an op, there's, like, maybe, maybe I draw the right things, and I didn't. So we get to game three, and uh, it's a really bizarre situation because I have, like, two trackers, so I have just tons and tons of clues. I have so many yeah. clues. You had like 17 clues or something at one point? Yeah. Some garbage? Like, uh, absurd. At least 11. And so he plays a ratchet bomb. He's like, oh no, my clues! <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, but the thing is, I, I made him... I kind of forced him to block with a worm curl engine. So if he cracked his ratchet bomb, he'd lose his worms as well. So we decided to tick it up to one instead to kill my snake and my two amulets. Yeah. But uh, I was able to transmute for an engineered explosives. 
to get rid of his worms and then uh, attack for lethal. <laughs> Your on clues my turn were five. collateral damage. <laughs> <laughs> How many clues? Like, oh man, could you imagine if they just got pumped when? your clues like when were they destroyed. Just yeah, holy crap. Like, do it. Do it. <laughs> crack that <laughs> I got to bomb. crack like four or five of them. I mean Yeah. yeah. You know, I see I think I remember vaguely some game of like watching some legacy game where like the lands player resolved uh Oh that a, was uh Lands Mirror, I think is what you're thinking about. From yeah, uh, SCG team event like a couple weeks ago. Possibly. And he just had like fifteen clues and then like he played a card that made him sacrifice all his artifacts or something like that. And then he just sacrificed every single one of his clues and they all went on to... All the, all the counters <laughs> went on to uh, the creature. And I was just like, oh, it just says when you sacrifice one. It's not when you activate it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Trackatog, new brew? Basically. Trackatog. Trackatog. Like hop on it. Uh, we'll do doubling season with the clues. That works, right? Yeah, that works. Yeah, Oh. <laughs> Do you get double the clues, or just double the tokens off the clues? Both. I think you get both. Oh, the, the counters, because oh, they're man. tokens and yeah, oh, lots and lots of clues. You play it with like training grounds or some shit like that, right? Yes. <laughs> oh man. Oh, you could. Oh man, you, you got here. blues clues. It's like blue green tireless tracker. Oh, you heard man. it here first. Uh, we are we are the the foremost minds in the magic jank brewing community apparently. Seven stars. Oh, right. so. Quick, let, let us move off of this before we. <laughs> anyway, so, so round further. two, uh, round two. I play. So we play against a team, and their team name is Mills Not Viable. <laughs> okay. And the modern player is uh, a guy who runs usually was running the event or runs a lot of events there actually, and he's kind of known as a mill player. <laughs> so, I made it my mission to prove him right <laughs> that Mill is not in, indeed not a viable strategy. So, uh. I have I win the die roll, and I have the unfortunate opening hand of no untapped lands, which meant my double amulet Azusa draw was only able to kill him on turn three instead of two. <laughs> Oh no! Oh yeah! So we're Sad like, day. we're getting ready, and Chris shows me his hand. I just start laughing. And I just like, just like, dude, you're fucked. <laughs> what I think is really funny is that when I first showed John my hand, he's like, he doesn't even know if it's good. Because he's like, <laughs> yeah. what are these cards? Because <laughs> it was like packed. My opening hand was like Toria West, um, uh. Uh, the Gruel Bounce Land. Packed Indigation, Summoner's Packed, Amulet, Amulet, um... You're like Neo something from the else? You're like, I don't, I don't see the cards anymore. I just see Fetch a Titan <laughs> swing for 32. <laughs> so it's like, Tori West go, and he's like, oh. You know, he plays this Hedron Crab or whatever. I'm like, cool. Amulet, play my Bounce Land, pick up my same Bounce Land, Amulet, pass. And he's like, ugh... <laughs> so he plays a fetch land and mills me for mm, six, right? And I'm like, how lucky are you? Like, are, are you going to mill any of my combo lands? He did not. <laughs> and I untap and I rip an Azusa. I'm like, oh, now you're just like unbelievably Super dead. Super dead. <laughs> yeah. So I play my Azusa, play my first Titan, and then I just go ahead. He goes to like. Oh, maybe I'll fatal push your Azusa, and I have a pack of negation, but he doesn't even have revolt. 
<laughs> so yeah, I'm like, that doesn't do it. <laughs> so I play two Awkward. Titans, give both of them haste, and I would have given both of them double strike too, but he uh, he conceded when I went Meddling to my attack. kids. <laughs> and I would have I would have killed you with both of them if it wasn't for those meddling concessions. <laughs> <laughs> However, um, you might think that wait, isn't Mill like a, a good? Isn't Mill a bad matchup for you? Like if he mills your combo lands, it gets really awkward, right? You would be correct. That is correct. <laughs> so game two, he literally casts two Mesmeric Orbs and nothing else. Like that's and all he, he did, and I couldn't beat it. <laughs> Unbeatable. Like fun fact: when your lands come into play tapped and untapped with Amulet, you mill cards with Mesmeric Orb. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that interaction at first, and I was like, oh. <laughs> It's like I couldn't draw enough lands to actually play a Titan, and then in the meantime, all lands I was playing came in tap, so I'm just milling a bunch of cards. <laughs> and, yeah, I, I got to the point uh. where even if I played a Titan, my combo lands were in the graveyard already. And even if they weren't, the untapping of the combo lands would have decked myself. <laughs> <laughs> Get wrecked. So we go to game three. And, um, so game three, he, he mills a lot of cards. And so I, my my hand is like pretty pretty sketchy if I'm honest. So I'm completely honest. It's very very sketchy. It's like Toloria West, um, Cavern of Souls, Radiant Fountain, Amulet, Reclamation Sage, Rurikthar, Azusa. <laughs> like all right, any bounce land. This hand's real good. Need green mana. <laughs> also that, but all the bounce lands are green except for the uh, you know Boros Garrison, but. Anyway, so I was like, okay, I can like Rexage uh, a Miragorb if he plays it or whatever, and he just sits there with like a Hedron Crab and just plays a bunch of lands. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, he mills all my lands, I just keep drawing non lands. He eventually uh, mills a Titan and surgicals it, and I show my hand, of which is now uh, Rurikthar Azusa Reclamation Sage. Titan, you had a Titan. T and, and a Titan. So he's a Titan, he's like, Rurikthar? Yikes. Well, eventually, I finally find a bounce land. I'm able to deploy Birthday Rurikthar. <laughs> and he untaps and plays Ensnaring Bridge Mesmeric Orb so that my Rex Agent Azusa can't attack. Nugging Which... himself for 12. <laughs> so he goes down oh, to man. 5. Oh, man. But he has a Hedron Crab in play. He's like, I'm just never going to play a spell again. I'm just going to draw lands and be like, yeah. And my deck wasn't very big. And I only had one out left in my deck to instant snaring bridge. I had one EE left in my deck. And so every time he plays a land, I'm just sweating. Like, if he flips that EE, we're dead. <laughs> or like he just three, draws a land. It's like land, land, land. Oh, so, whew, whew, safe. So then it gets down to the point where I have, like, you know, uh, not, a, not like, maybe four, four or five cards or something. And he, he draws, like, three spells in a row. He gets up to like five cards in hand. He gets up to hand. like five cards in hand. And I'm now at three cards in library. <laughs> and I draw, and then, lo and behold, it's my EE. Oh man. So I play my EE, take gladly six. take my six damage, <laughs> blow up his, uh, his bridge, and attack him for lethal. Top card was a land. And of course, his top card was a land. Apparently, he drew three fraying, fraying sanities in a row. <laughs> Which is funny, right? Yeah. 
flavorful. Typically, that that card's really good, uh, but not when it literally kills you. Well, the funny thing was he couldn't even have ripped uh, Crypt Incursion at that point because yeah. Thar would have just killed him in response. <laughs> See, oh, I want to gain how much? Now you're just dead. <clears throat> and like you had a, a a point where you had a Bajuka Bog, you could have Bajuka Bogged him. But then it's like, but then the Miracor builds you an extra card. Yeah. We realized, like, he was just dead anyways if he tried to cast Crypt Incursion, so. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I can Pachuca Bog myself or something. And it's like, wait a minute. But that would cost Why? me a card. And he would just yeah. die anyway. <laughs> I'm just not going to do anything. So barely squeaked that one out. Round three, I played against Merfolk. It was pretty uneventful. Um, he made a comment about, "Wow, you're main decking engineering explosives," and you know, I killed two lords. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I played a Titan, and then he uh, he didn't really do anything. And then game two, I guess his opening hand was like all spreading seas and aether vials. He's like, "Oh, spreading seas your land." I'm like, "Okay, now explore, play a bounce land, pick it up, replay it, go." Next turn, Spreading Caesar Bounce Land, okay. You know, play an Azusa, play a Bounce Land, pick it up, replay it, <laughs> go. <laughs> oh, shit. So eventually he plays double Mirror Because he saw me grab Kozilek's return off of an Ancient Stirrings. He's like, aha, they're both 3-3s three now, I'm, I'm safe. So I just played an EE on 3 and killed them both. <laughs> God. <laughs> My Azusa also died, which I was upset about, but... <sighs> Sacrifices had to be made. <laughs> then he follows up with like Curse Catcher plus um, some. What's, what's the, the Tidebinder Mage? Yeah, the one that uh, bounces a, a tapped card back to your creature back to your hand. And it like it, it like perma taps a green. No, the oh yeah, green perma taps or red a green creature. creature or something. Yeah. Is it only green if they did red too? Oh, I, I don't. I don't know. But it, yeah, yeah, sorry. It was a two mana two two, and I just untap and like <clears throat> Kozlex returned him to kill his entire board. He untaps, draws an island, <laughs> passes back with no cards in hand. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Here's a titan. He's like, yeah, 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 we're done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my only loss of the day was in round four, and so earlier we were talking about how you know, oh, there's you know, a lot of people complain there's not enough uh, land hate in modern. Well, this guy was bringing the hate. Let me tell you. He goes, turn one, Noble, however. Turn two, Knight of the Reliquary. Turn three, um, activate Reliquary for a Ghost Quarter. Ghost Quarter you. Use my floating mana plus my Hierarch and other land. Ram it up Excavator. Replay my Ghost Quarter. Ghost Quarter you. Ooh. Ooh. The dream. And so at this point, I have an opportunity to rip any untapped land, and I can play an Engineering Explosives on three. Which seems pretty good against his Ramanap plus uh, Night of Aliquary board. Never lucky. <clears throat> Pass back to him. He goes quarters me two more times. And I still have an opportunity to draw untapped land. I do not. And that, yeah, all my lands went away. <clears throat> Sad day. Uh, game two, he has a hand of mono ghost quarters, but I just had two tireless trackers. How and beat? I just played some lands and got some clues, and I like attacked him. Then he accompanied in response. He hit like Rex Sage plus Eidolon of Rhetoric. He Rex Sage my amulet and chumped one of the trackers. <laughs> it's like okay. He untaps draws and like scooped. 
not really sure what was going on that game, but... And then game three, I basically lost because he companied into a, um, an Eidolon rhetoric, and my hand had a Summoner's Pact in it. And uh, if the Pact were a real Titan, I would have easily won, but it was not, so I, mm. I didn't win. <laughs> and that's, that's basically what it was. Yeah. I tried to find a way to remove his Eidolon, like, oh, transmute for this engineered explosives, but it was just too slow. By that time, he found, like, some ghost quarters and an even mind sensor, and it was sad times. Yeah, at least they had the, uh, the, uh, uh nice, uh, at least they were kind enough, I guess I should say, to, uh, let you know about the mind sensor ahead of time. Oh, yeah. So he's, like, talking to his, to his buddy about, uh, Evol Eldritch evolutioning his voice of resurgence. And I hear, like, whisper, 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 even mind sensor, whisper, whisper, whisper. <laughs> so he goes, like, evolution, I'm like, I have a response. I'm going to cast this summoner's pack. And he just, like, his teammate just looks at him like, why'd you say it out? You just had to say it out loud, didn't you? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, he got mind sensor anyway. But, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. When your teammate ruins your plan. Well, no, it was him. It yeah, was it was guy. him. The guy asked oh. me for advice. <laughs> when you ruin your own plan. <laughs> um, yeah. So what did... Uh... Oh. Wait, sorry, go ahead. What was also uh, funny to me was his only win of the day was against me. <laughs> he was 0-3 until he played me. Oh, no. Where he got, like, the dream matchup. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so what did uh what did Mike end up playing? Uh, a spicy pile, the spiciest of piles. So, um, I guess typical blue eyed approach was not uh, off the beat was not far enough off the beaten path. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, our store is home to one Ivan Jen, uh, who people will remember as the uh, creator of the standard Jeskai Ascendancy deck that took. Uh, Standard by Storm during the uh, Theros block and spawned a modern knockoff deck. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, he has a super spicy standard deck that uh, he shared with Mike, which is a uh, Esper colored approach deck that mm -hmm. plays um, a lot of very strange cards. <laughs> plays Tezzeret, the one from, uh, not the dual deck one, but the one from uh, Aether Revolt, the one that makes Ethereum uh, tokens, which are just like treasures, but not actually not treasures. Actually treasures. <laughs> yeah. Makes Lotus Petals, basically. Um, and it plays, uh, is it Tower of the Pantheon or something like that? Yeah, you can build your own pyramids with this deck. <laughs> yeah, it's got a couple pyramids in it. It's got a uh, a is it a one mana pyramid that you can uh, pay two and tap to make a mana of any color and put a brick counter on it. And it has a second ability that uh, yeah. You once can it has act three brick counters, it becomes a gilded lotus. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's pretty good. Uh, and then the other pyramid is a is a two mana pyramid that you can pay. Is it one in tap to remove a... Oh, it comes into play with three brick counters. This one comes with the bricks pre-applied. <laughs> Free with purchase. <laughs> one um, pyramid you build up, the other one you break down. Yeah. 
<laughs> and uh, this one, when you remove a brick counter, it lets you draw a card. So it's a little bit of card advantage. And um, you're playing like Battle at the Bridge as a kind of efficient removal spell that gains you life. Bontu's Last Reckoning as another sweeper. Uh, it's a little bit cheaper than uh, Settle the Wreckage and not conditional in terms of what it kills. And it uh, plays Fatal Push, obviously. And um, so this deck is a interesting one to navigate. But uh, it basically can crank out approach a lot faster than the traditional uh, approaches deck can because it has so much more mana acceleration courtesy of the uh, the pyramid and Tezzeret. Um, and by so more, it, it has a, a non-zero amount. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, it can uh, it can go I think what turn five I think it can just approach on turn five sometimes yeah oh, okay so two turns earlier okay it's pretty reasonable yeah and it uh, it has some different ways of interacting it also plays uh, there's a basically an icy manipulator <laughs> that was uh, was printed it's like in, one to uh, play two to activate tap an artifact or a creature I believe yeah so you can uh, keep down their big guys like. Um, like their Scarab God or their Glory uh, Glory Bringer stuff like that. Um, it's pretty good there. It's, uh, good against like Hazaret, really good against Hazaret, Hazaret. Um, and um, Tezret also provides like a backup win condition, which is kind of nice to have main deck, uh, where he can just turn all your random artifacts into I think five five guys, and you just kill him with your artifact dudes. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool. So the deck is really interesting. Um, Lots of little decisions you have to make. Yeah. With what well, with the pyramids and your Ascantas and it's a very Ivan deck. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, how did he how did Mike end up doing? Um, Chris, you're gonna remember better than me. I have terrible so, memory for things. Unfortunately for Mike, round one he had to play against the literal <laughs> mirror. He played against <laughs> yeah. the Ivan Gen himself. Oh, <laughs> we immediately were just like, "Oh, sorry, Mike. Hopefully, you can learn something from this match." Because like, who the hell is gonna beat him in the mirror, right? It's That's not funny. like it's not like in a control mirror like that where you can just like hope they get screwed over. Like the games are gonna go long, and he's gonna have time to just like leverage his far superior knowledge of the deck, <laughs> having built it. That is it. so funny. Yeah, and played it a lot more too. I mean, he played it yeah. at a GP, and he's been brewing with it for weeks now. Whereas Mike, I think, had played it several times, so so that was kind that of was, that was that was a, a <laughs> night, nightmare matchup round one. <laughs> yeah, uh, round two he plays against Teamer Energy. Um, just like shit, got screwed it. on lands game one, and then won game two pretty handily, and then didn't have time for game three. I think he was like a huge favorite. In that, in that yeah, matchup. They though. didn't even start game three. Uh, yeah. According to Ivan, the creator, uh, Teamer is one of the best matchups for that deck, so I think we were hopefully feeling pretty good about that matchup had it actually been concluded. Yeah. Um, then he plays against Blue White Drake Haven Cycling. Ugh, yeah. That was a that was a that was just a like a miserable round. Uh, I played against the Blackguard Reanimator deck, and he has to play against the Drake deck. We yeah. knew the opponent was on the Drake deck because I saw him purchasing a pile of Drake tokens before the event started. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, that guy's probably playing Drake Haven. <laughs> so maybe a possible pitfall in our uh, team strategy was we've been like hounding Mike on the teamer and red matchups and ignoring every other matchup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's literally never played against anything other than like teamer and red. Oh, great. So he's against something that's not teamer nor red and 
Yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't know what card turned his opponent's deck. Like, yeah, either. I didn't really know what was going on over there either. Like, <laughs> apparently he has, um, like, a three-mana counter spell, counter spell, unless you pay one for each card in your graveyard or something. It's like circular logic, but costs three, and you can cycle it for one, I believe. Yeah, so... You, I, I think, yeah, something like that. Apparently... I was like, this card exists? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even know. So I guess he just countered the... Uh, Mike's approach is game one, and then game two didn't finish, so... Lost that yeah. line. <laughs> <laughs> and then round four was a uh, an Esper approach mirror of sorts. His opponent, uh, instead of having Tezzeret's had stuff like was it Noxious Gear Hulk? Oh yeah, that was we were just talking about that card before the event started, and we were like, man, it seems super sweet, but not having Flash is kind of a, a big drawback compared to Torrential Gear Hulk. But man, that yeah. life gain is real nice. So I saw Mike draw a whole bunch of Fatal Pushes in Bontu's game one, and his opponent, I guess, didn't. So, lost game one. And then game two, uh, he Mike plays a Gaunti and steals a Scarab God from his opponent's library, plays said Scarab God, and then wants to deploy a second Gaunti to Legend Rules so he can start, like, Scarab Godding his other Gaunti to just keep stealing all of his opponent's guards. Oh, seems so sick. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, the second Gandhi gets countered, and then opponent untaps, plays a Noxious Gear Hulk, kills the Scarab God, which is his, so when it, re- when it triggers, it comes back to his hand. <laughs> oh, sad day. So brutal. Yeah, what a, what a blowout. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. And then just that... gets nugged in the face of this Gear Hulk. Which has menace, by the way. Yeah. Oh. Mm. So Death Touch uh, Gandhi was not able to hold down the fort. Uh, sounds pretty tragic yeah I can't think of like a worse way to get punished for that like and who the heck is expecting noxious gear hulk right like, like even if your second Gondi gets countered fine like what's the worst that can happen apparently <laughs> noxious yeah. gear hulk it's like kill your guy I get it back so he's like up a card at that point then he gains 5 <laughs> then he has a 5-4 menace duty just crushing you in the face with. <laughs> like oh my yep. god uh, yeah, I was spared the savagery because I was having fun playing extra infect games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Ugh. again, I gave uh, Mike ax- literal zero tips that day because I was um, playing amulet. <laughs> <laughs> Deep in the tank. <laughs> Deep sea diving. Jeez. Oh, so yeah, that was our event. <laughs> I had fun. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a fun event. <laughs> <laughs> what, did you guys place at all? Um, uh, we got paired down <laughs> twice. Twice we got paired down. Yes, we won and the no. first two. We won the first two and then got paired down twice and then lost both of them, which was very confusing. But uh, our oh. round four opponents were kind enough to scoop to us because they literally couldn't prize, and we got three one prize from them scooping. So cool, pretty good. Yeah, good guy. <laughs> I forget their team name, but oh yeah, there's some interesting team names. Well, what was like... really funny was our team called Chris and two others. But there were, like, four Chris's there, and they were the only Chris on their teams. <laughs> so everyone's like, which Chris are we playing against? Like, walk up to some other guy named Chris thinking they're playing against his team, and they're like, no, we're team so-and-so. Like, are you Chris and two others? <laughs> like, no, we're this team. Like, are you Chris and two others? No, we're this team. Like, what? Because, <laughs> like, our team was also a Chris and two others. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh. 
All right, well, uh, I guess moving on to our closer here, our uh, modern Highlander uh, decks that we have prepared for today. Ah, yes. So I'm going to assume that this was all spawned off of the time that John played Mardu Highlander at FNM for yep. no good reason. Yep. Uh, I, do you do you need a reason to play Mardu Highlander in modern uh, FNM? <laughs> I, didn't I go like did I go three and one? I think I think I went three and one. Yeah, I'm positive. I know that when I when I. Well. Beat people, they were definitely not happy. <laughs> you even told realize. them that it was just a Highlander deck. Like, by no the one way, realized. No just one got realized. monomized, and they're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like no one realized it. Like, I can't believe people didn't like see the lands I was yeah, playing. After and, like, getting harsh scrutiny, they couldn't put it together. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So. This one's been on the back burner for a while. We've all been tossing around the idea of, of doing some show and tell. So we uh, we uh, threw these together. Probably like I don't know how how many days do you think we had in the uh, the cook off? Less than a week. Yeah, probably like, like three four. four days. Four days. <laughs> four that. days. Yeah, it's uh, Iron Chef. Today's special ingredient is <laughs> Jumped! Today. <laughs> today, cast. I have prepared for you today. Um, and I guess so the original idea behind these were that we were going to pick a wedge and uh, and do it off that but um, then you cheated you but dang, then I cheated you dang dirty cheater I started okay so so my defense we'll get to my we'll get to mine later we'll get to John let's start with you let's, okay. try, let's start with you uh, chef uh, chef's my dish this week <laughs> is uh, Jundov's Oh my god! So uh, let's take. Oh my god! The first card. Uh, <laughs> Crypt Breaker. Yeah, man. All right. Oh, where's Abbott, the? Of course. Wait, 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 wait. There's a there's a fundamental flaw with this. Oh, there. Never mind. I'm. I'm wait, what? I was like, what the hell is wrong with you? You don't have a pack around the deck, and I and I found it. <laughs> uh. All right. So how about you? You go. You go down the list for us here. Yeah, so I'll, I'll list them off for the for the viewers, and we'll, we can we'll link the decks. <clears throat> yeah, please. So yeah, so uh, one crypt breaker. I'm gonna actually just skip the ones because they're all ones. They're, they're all, all ones. ones. Crypt breaker, grim lava mancer, abbot of Carol Keep, dark confidant. Of course, that was like the one one of the few sacrificial lambs I just couldn't bring myself to to cut from the deck. Um, Den protector, grim flayer, pack rat, scavenging ooze, tarmogoyf. Young Pyromancer, Eternal Witness, Goblin Rabble Master, Tireless Tracker, Huntmaster of the Fells, Kalidus Traitor of Get, and Olivia Voldaren rounding out the creature package. With three Planeswalkers, we have a Liliana the Veil, a Liliana the Last Hope, and a Chandra Torch of Defiance. And then for spells, we have Dark Blast, Faithless Looting, Fatal Push, Forked Bolt, Inquisition of Kazilic. Lightning Bolt, Tarfire, Thoughtseize, Traverse the Ovenwald, Abrupt Decay, Collective Brutality, Dreadbore, Terminate, Colgon's Command, Maelstrom Pulse, and a Painful Truths. And then we have a Seal of Fire and a Phyrexian Arena. <laughs> and we, we can skip over the the, the mana base. Oh, what? That's, all. That's what I put a lot of work into. Oh my god. If you want to, go ahead. 
No, it's fine. People, All right, we have, if you if you really want to check out these decks, we'll put the links in the bot and in the description. You can check them out in their entirety. Um, what is this? A, but, a Raven's Crime in the sideboard? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I put a lot of thought into this. So, so the the discard is so awful, especially since all the bad ones only hit creatures for the most part. Like, how does this deck beat Storm? So you got to get that that Raven's Crime in the sideboard together with a duress. Oh, man. Actually, I'll read off the sideboard because I think it's yeah, relevant. Yeah. Um, the, the lands we can skip over. It's kind of one of every playable uh, land with some some special balancing and spice to make sure all the colors line up as well as possible. Uh, the deck um, the deck has issues hitting the colors it needs on turn one, unfortunately, but every turn after that, it has the right ratios to kind of cast what it needs to cast on time. Oh, I can't so, wait for you to have opening hands of Twilight Mire plus uh, Firelit Thicket. Yeah. Oh, oh. Graven Cairns? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The filter lands are scary, but they're very good. Um, so, the sideboard is Engineered Explosives, Duress, Grafdigger's Cage, Raven's Crime, Ancient Grudge, Golgari Charm, Rakdos Charm, Anger of the Gods, Choke, Fulminator Mage, Kitchen Finks, Lost Legacy, Crumble to Dust, Shatterstorm, and Thrun the Last Troll. Go ahead, roast my deck. You know what? It's kind of hard to roast a singleton gem list because, like, okay, for everything, like, most of your most of your two drops... No, okay, we'll say, like, two or three or two drops are, like, super playable, but then everything after that is just, like, okay, yeah, that's playable. That's totally playable. Yeah, that I was mean, the issue I had with <laughs> Crypt Breaker is a little suspect. Yeah, yeah, so it's, like, it's like Crypt Breaker, Abbot, Dem Protector, Pack Rat... Is like questionable, but everything after that is wait. Backrat's questionable. Who would win? <laughs> uh, a solid uh, <laughs> limited pool in RTR or one ratty boy? <laughs> <laughs> I got my money on the rat. Uh, so yeah, so um, this is like pretty hard to make interesting, right? Because like there's just like some really boring choices going on here uh, with with just Jund in general. Um, it's just like a pile of good stuff, right? And so. I didn't want to get too far off the beaten path. I had a, I had a tibble in the list for a hot minute, uh. and uh, I just <laughs> just couldn't do it. Uh, I would I, I would I would gladly trade the Frexian Arena for a tibble. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So no. So you need so the enchantment. The enchantments are important. Eternal Witness was actually a, a courser of Crufix for a while. Okay. Um, um, just to up the uh, strange spell count, right? So we have Seal of Fire, Phyrexian Arena. There was a uh, Mishra's Bobble in here up until the last minute. It was the 61st main deck card that got cut. Um, and then we've got stuff like Tar Fire, the Three Plains Walkers. Mm-hmm. Uh, just trying to like push up the number of like random cards to help with uh, Traverse the Open Walled, um, the uh, Grim Flare, Tarmogoyf kind of, kind of deal. And um, so... Traverse um, is a card that just kind of lets you help get bullets, obviously, uh, but it also just, uh, it's fine, just as like a, I think it's like what, Lay of the Land is what the card is, basically, just go get a land, a basic land for mm-hmm. a mana, uh, and that really helps kind of help you uh, hit your colors and and uh, do what you need to do, fill in your curve a little bit. Um, yeah, Dark Blast is something I was really happy with, uh, just being able to like uh, put stuff in the yard, right? Like Dark Blast and Faithless Looting can kind of help you meet your uh, type criteria for the uh, Grim Flare and the Traverse. Thought about Underworld Connections for a little bit. 
instead of Frixie and Hermina? Mm. No, no, in in conjunction with. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, this seems like, this seems just like a solid gen list. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, (laughs) I'm sure if you posted this on the gen group, uh, some people would actually enjoy it a lot. I do see that you broke, that you broke color uh, in your sideboard. And you went with the kitchen finks. How is that breaking Sir? color? It's... It has white. Oh my it is, god! It has white. Fine. In it. it could be a thrag tusk. <laughs> oh, then you won't I, like okay. my sideboard at all. Oh no! <laughs> all right, let's take a look at your list. Man, I got off easy. I thought I was going to get way more roasted than that. No, that's uh, like I said. I like the list a lot. I would, I would totally play this because you didn't have this uh, enough spice. Yeah, I. So I had bone picker in the deck uh, <laughs> for a while. <laughs> Uh, I was like, yeah, Bone Picker, that's a great card. And I was like, man, I really don't want to flip this Bone Picker off Dark Combat. I had Hazaret in the list. I had too many four drops. I had infinite four drops. Thrun was in the main deck. It's like, okay, we gotta we gotta trim these these four drops out. So I was like doing a, a search on the you know uh, uh, the Gatherer for like modern, rare, and mythic two drops in Gen colors. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how we got so we got old Den Protector and that's pretty funny. There, yeah. All right, so Chris, what do you got here? So, chefs, what I prefer for you today is the spice. The spice. Band Highlander. (laughs) Oh, I like this list. So we have 29 creatures. Two guys. Instead of John's measly, what? 16. 16. (laughs) So, uh, starting off, we have Arbor Elf, the worst mana dork in the deck by far. Um, because the number of actual forests you have is not that high. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how many forests do you have here? So, I actually Holy considered shit. playing a Boreal Druid instead. Because as you'll see later, I have a Eldrazi Displacer in this deck. Oh my god. Anyway. Wow. Uh, Arbor Elf, Absence Pilgrim, Birds of Paradise, Llanowar Elves, Noble Hierarch. Alright? Right. Got him. Coiling Oracle. Oh, yeah. Must have. Kosali Pride Mage, Sakura Tribe Elder, Scavenging Ooze, Sylvan Karyotid, Voice so of Resurgence, Wall of Omens, Wall of Roots, Corsair of Crucifix, Eldrazi Displacer, Eternal Witness, Flicker Whisp, Geist of Saint Trapped, Kitchen Finks, Knight of the Will Aquary, Ramunap Excavator, I was fresh in your mind. Reflector Mage, <laughs> Renegade Rallier, oh. Spell Queller, Tireless Tracker. So you see, it's like three drops of the deck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Typical pant list. But uh, we have some spicy four mana cards here, too. Glen Alendra Archmage. Oh, yeah. Mystic Snake. Is Mystic Snake Martyr? Yes. yes. <laughs> time yes. shifted. It's time shifted. You know what's you really haven't played of with, Kevin enough. You know what's really good with Mystic Snake? <laughs> Did you have the Restoration powers? Angel? Oh my god. Oh, you don't have Ninja in here. I'm sad now. And a Sublime Archangel. Is that the one that gives everything, uh, gives all creatures exalted? Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Getcha. Uh, pretty good with my Geist of Saint Trap. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Speaking of uh, combos with Geist of Saint Trap, we have one Planeswalker, uh, an Elspeth Knight Errant. Get out of here, Jesus. Um, spells, just four. <laughs> we have one Condemn, one Path to Exile, a Court of Calling, and a Collected Company. 
I figured Clump to Company must be good with 29 creatures. <laughs> and then we have three enchantments, Journey to Nowhere, Oblivion Ring, and Cast Out. Oh, Cast Out, I like it. I like the cast out. That one's pretty sweet. Holy crap. So, Dude, collected company in this deck is the fucking mystery box. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to get? <laughs> so I think what's really funny is that you can uh, Court of Calling for Spellcaller or Mystic Snake. <laughs> oh my gosh. Get you a counter spell. <laughs> just like get people, right? <laughs> and then, like Eldrazi Displacer plus Mystic Snake seems pretty good to me. Oh my god. <laughs> you can even reset your Galenalendra. Oh yeah. Uh, which you can also reset with your Gavany Township, which is in the, the land base. I'm not going to go to the lands too much, but uh, I will note that I have a Field of Rune, a Ghost Quarter, um, a Tectonic edge. edge, all to combo with my Ramonap Excavator and Renegade Rallyer. And at Gavany Township, so we have four Carlos sources for um, uh, Displacer. I, I see, I noticed that you didn't even include a, a waste in this list. No, no, no. That's why we play Brushland. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Alright, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Granted, uh, you can... No Adarkar wastes? <laughs> no. Uh, Green-wise, uh, definitely the most important color combination of land for the deck. But, so granted, you can find a waste with a Secure Tribe Elder, but, uh, didn't... That didn't, happens, like, one every however many did games. Did not seem worth it to me. <laughs> And then quickly right, going let's the board, go uh, a natural state, relic of progenitus, surgical extraction, uh, disenchant, other sworn canonist, Gadok Teague, negate, <laughs> stony silence, Thalia, guardian of Thraben, dismember, cheats, intrepid cheats. hero, <laughs> um, reclamation sage, Thalia, heretic Thar, Linvala, keeper of silence, and a worship. I cut Surgical and Dismember from my sideboard because I thought they were too boring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I feel like, you know, Ghost Quarter into Surgical is like the only way in a million years this deck is beating any sort of land strategy ever. Yeah. God. <laughs> so I felt like, like I couldn't omit it. And the, the removal in these colors are pretty piss poor, so I felt Dismember was also like a, a must-have. Yeah, probably. There's no this, uh, no uh, oust. Nope. This looks like <laughs> Sunlance. This looks like oh, I would have totally played Sunlance. I would have played Sunlance so hard. <laughs> I love that card. The problem I had with Sunlance was it was a spell, and I just wanted to play all these creatures. <laughs> yeah. This looks like the uh, like like the value town of any bant list. Like, oh, what do you want to see in your deck? All of these cards. Every single one. Four like, of each. This is the list they start with and then trim down from. When you build, like, <laughs> yeah. A, a four of. Yeah. <laughs> Every creature is a four of, and they're just like, all right, well, I need to make some space. It's okay. We I got, was just like you know. thinking, like, what cards are, are pretty good? Like, oh, you know, like, Reflector Mage is sweet. Like, okay, what's cool with Reflector Mage? Like, oh, like, Flicker Wisp. Okay, Flicker Wisp is cool. What else does Flicker Wisp, like, do? Oh, Restoration Yield is really cool. <laughs> What else is Restoration Angel good with? ETB effects. What's an ETB effect? Mystic Snake! <laughs> <laughs> like Kitchen Finks. Uh. Eternal Witness. Like, oh, all these, like, blink effects. Like, why don't we just jam a Displacer in here? Man, where's your Den Protector at? <laughs> no room! <laughs> uh, we should, uh, I wonder how much... Oh, he's a little bit of overlap in our deck. A little bit. Yeah, A little if, bit, I mean, yeah. If, if I would... The first cut out of here would be the Arbor Elf. Yeah. 
Why didn't? Why wasn't your Arbor Alpha the other one mana dork? Novus Mystic. Yeah. Um, because sometimes you need double white or something, and you can do that off a of Temple Garden, which you can't do with oh, sure. Mystic. Um, but there are some games where you play Arbor Elf off of, like, you know, Horizon Canopy, and it just feels really embarrassing. I just don't want one. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. But the deck also has the, um, the, the, uh, grind engine of Ramnet Excavator and Horizon Canopy, which is pretty Ooh. sweet. Ooh. That's uh, spicy. Comes with your tractor, too. Mm. <clears throat> Lots and lots of clues. See, see, you guys made. I'm. I like feel kind of embarrassed now. You guys made like playable decks. <laughs> like I don't have anything bad to say about your guys' decks. Are you just gonna get roasted for two casts in a row? Probably. Wait before you open it. Before you open it, I'm going to preface this. So I started off with <laughs> disclaimer. Uh, I originally was going to make a teamer list, and then I decided that's really Might boring. And then I decided I'm gonna play make an affinity list. Man, see with me stuck on Jund because Teamer was too boring. It was too boring. Oh my god. I started building it and I was just like, yeah, duh, these cards are gonna be. Well it's cause like you already play a teamer EDH deck. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) The the road of discovery had already been walked. Uh, and so I decided to pick three colors for the main board, but then decided that the sideboard had to be all colors in spirit of affinity. So this deck is mostly built around the spirit of affinity, but the main board is built around Grixis. What? Alright, let's, let's All right, take open it a up. look. What the hell? Alright, that's that's a reasonable card. That's an interesting card. <laughs> oh, Atog, yeah! Glint Nest Crane, alright, alright, alright. Uh, good old Frogmite good old Salvage Titan, oh my god. Simulacrum. I haven't seen Salvage, Salvage Titan since people were playing that uh, that mill deck, that Grey Catch deck. <laughs> oh my god, Mistlecough Golem? Michaelson Golem? <laughs> oh yeah, Affinity for Artifacts. Cool, we're all, 11 we're mana. All affinity now. Oh, Metalwork Colossus? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Oh my god. Fabricate! Oh yeah, buddy. Uh, so, oh, so I see you have somber hover guard here, but what? Um, Quillmux wasn't good enough. Tub of blue too hard. Yeah. What about what about Broodstar? You could have played Broodstar. Yeah. Where's your Broodstar? <laughs> now remember, I wanted to stay in this in the spirit of affinity, and I felt like somber hover guard was like a but must Bro- include. Broodstar has affinity. It does. So does Quillbox. Before I mentioned it. <laughs> All right. So let me Red's fill- touch. What the hell does this do? It's it's an insult artifact, but you get the artifact back. Oh, it's so bad. I mean, it's <laughs> it's fine. I mean, oh, I guess fabricate. It's... <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, fabricate's the hotness. You want that in every opener. I feel like. Oh yeah, totally. So that's touch. All right, so so let me uh, <laughs> let me go down this list. Oh, <clears throat> holy crap! We have hanger backwalker. You know, this mm- is just blue steel. No, it's not blue steel. There's no lodestone golem, bro. No, no, no. It's like, have you ever seen more than one of the same card out of a blue steel deck? Have you ever seen a blue steel deck? <laughs> <laughs> Not until that last team trio is event. <sighs> All right, so we have uh, <laughs> Hangerback Walker, Memnite, Ornithopter, Walking Ballista, Bomat Courier, Disciple of the Vault, Signal Pest, Arcburn Avenger, Atog, uh, Chief Engineer, Ethereum Sculptor, Glint Nest Crane, 
Mirror Retriever, Phyrexian Revoker, Steel Overseer, Vault Scourge, Etch Champion, Master Ethereum, Frogmite, uh, Phyrexian Metamorph, Solum Sicrelacum. Sim, 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 I can never say that word Simulacrum. right. Simulacrum? Yeah, that one. Uh, <laughs> Salvage Titan, Somber Hoverguard, Mirror Enforcer, Metalwork Colossus, Mycosynth micro, Golem, uh, Tezzeret Agent of Bolas, uh, Galvanic Blast, Fabricate Thoughtcast, uh, and then we have Mox Opal, Welding Jar, Chromatic Sphere, Chromatic Star, Springleaf Drum, Cranial Plating, Talisman of Dominance, Chromatic Lantern, and then we have Soul Artifact, Gear Per Aether Grid, and Tezzeret's Touch. Um, and then our sideboard is Battle of the Bridge, Dispatch, Graft Digger's Cage, Hope of Gear Per, Natural State, Relic of Progenitus, Ancient Grudge, Aether Sworn Cannonist, Hercules Recall, Shrapnel Blast, Spellskite, Whip Flare, Metallic Rebuke, Pia's Revolution, Stoke Rebuttal. And I want to keep in mind that every single spell that isn't an artifact in this deck has the word artifact in it. <laughs> Stoke uh, Rebuttal, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I was like, I originally, like, the sideboard just kind of looked like the Affinity sideboard. Because the I mean, affinity still, sideboard still kind of does. <clears throat> yeah, like the affinity sideboard is just like one and two ofs of a bunch of different cards. Oh. Uh, so then I had to like break it down to like, all right. You need a whir of invention. Oh, that's what I was missing. Yeah. And then a uh, scrap trawler would be good too. I thought about scrap trawler. He didn't would make the cut. Scrap trawler be good? I don't think so. <clears throat> I mean, Atog and Scrap Trawler, like you could play the uh, yeah. the other one from Standard, the one in the black one or whatever, Scrappy Scrounger. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been good. Keeps on coming and he keeps on coming. <laughs> so, yeah, this like, was, uh... Yeah, I this like, is my list. <laughs> I like that you have uh, 19 lands here with two 11 CMC creatures. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're never going to cast those for 11? Come on, get out of here. <laughs> this is true. You're going to resolve a Salvage Titan and then... Like already have like four artifacts in play, and then just play like one for each. You know, if you play um, a Mike the Michael Synth Golem, your middle of yeah. is free. It is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Wombo combo, two for one deal. You get a five four, a, a four five, and a and a ten ten. Oh my god! I mean, no, so, it's, yeah. it's non creature artifacts on. On Metalwork Colossus. Oh, boo. Non-creature artifacts? Oh, yeah, boo. <laughs> Man, it's going really to be really hard to cast in this deck. All your non-creature artifacts cost, like, zero. <laughs> or one, one, two, and three. Or don't stay in play. I actually didn't notice that. That That's bad bad deck building on my part. This this card's art looks exactly like one of the mechs from, uh, what's that movie? <laughs> the Robots? Fighting Pacific, uh, Rim? Pacific Rim. It looks oh. like a robot from Pacific Rim, like oh. hardcore. <laughs> um. So yeah, this is uh, this is my my little garbage pile. Man, um, Salvage Titan. Oh. Dude, that's, I tried building a deck around Salvage Titan and uh, Pia's Revolution, where essentially on turn one there was like a God Hand that you can get with like uh, Simeon Spirit Guide. And uh, and Mox Opals, and oh. you just like sacrifice three artifacts, 
and they get to decide whether they want to take nine damage on turn one or put it all back in your hand and you get to play it again. Oh, it was sweet. You need a, a glass dust hulk in your deck. A glass dust hulk? Yeah, man. Glass dust hulk. What's that? It's a three white, blue, three, four golem artifact creature. It has cycling for blue or a white hybrid. And whenever another artifact enters the battlefield under your control, it gets plus one, plus one until end of turn and can't be blocked this turn. Oh, that seems sweet, but it's white. Get get in for four. Uh. (sighs) So that was my list. Grixis spots. (laughs) Noah, do you have a a grand architect in here? I I don't think so. No, I don't think so. No, I don't. Grand architect isn't artifact, is it? It's not an artifact, no. But neither is Chief Engineer. Chief Engineer says artifact in the well. So does in, in uh, the text. So does um, the other guy. Does he? Yeah, you can tap any blue creature for two mana for artifact spells. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, get, that somber, oh, I, get that somber hover guards out there. Real I guess it's also also uh, for those who want to dig deep into these decks. Uh, the mana bases are all also one ofs, and I had to get pretty creative on mine. I added like one of each basic and one of each shock and one of each fetch. No snow um, basics, man. Yeah, but I had like I had to put like uh, academy ruins and uh, what's that other one? That other weird one. Inventor's fair. No, Inventor's fair. I played buried ruin. Yeah, those two in my deck to kind of like fill out the the land slots and i even think 19 is too many man that ink moth nexus though ink moth blink moth couldn't couldn't cut those right nope nope <laughs> spirit of affinity uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we should we should play these against each other you know I, i'm thinking i'm thinking this list online for for the robots i have everything but like salvage titan <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, like, besides, like, out of all the expensive cards in the deck, the only one I don't have is, like, Walking Ballista and the Fetchlands. Tezzeret? 14 ticks? Oh, that's right, and Tezzeret. Tezzeret? <laughs> yeah, just, just chilling. Just a random Tezzeret chilling in my, in my collection. Um, I don't think this would be... Excuse me. I don't think this would be too hard to put together, and it would probably be a little fun to play uh, in a league... Or we can uh, start building these in paper and then uh, oh no, play against each other <laughs> in February. Gonna have to pick up a Crypt Breaker, I guess. <laughs> Does anyone have a Limvala? No. Nope. <laughs> and I guess we should uh, close out with our Slot of the Week, where we talk about what card we are totally hyped to play in our 75 this week. John, let's start with you. Uh, my salt of the week is Simic Charm. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's in the Rug Delver deck, which I'm going to be running back a uh, second week in a row. It's uh, rare for me to get to play a deck twice in a row. Uh, but Chris is going to be taking the uh, the hot seat on the video uh, this week, so I can uh, play the same deck again. And uh, Simic Charm is a real sweet one. Uh, I got to kill an affinity player uh, on Friday with uh, attack with, uh, like, um, it's like Delver, Goif, and Hooting Mandrills, 
And he like blocks, and then I just double Simic Charm my Hooting Mandrels for plus six, plus six. <laughs> build. <laughs> There's more than build one? Your, yeah, build your own Pokemons. <laughs> Yeah, there's two two main decks of McTurns. Oh my god. Yep, so uh excited to play with that one again. Part part Vapor Snag, part Giant Growth, part give all your permanents hexproof until end of turn. I thought it was just target. No, it's all. It's all? <laughs> what? It's all. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, so uh yeah, it's a sweet one. So that's my pick of the week. What else uh, card does that? Like heroic intervention or something like that? <laughs> something like that, yeah. I don't think uh, it's usually very relevant to be giving multiple things hexproof, but it does. <laughs> Ghost quarter of my <laughs> land? No, it's hexproof. Yo, yeah, exactly. Yo, when Storm tries to combo off and like gets comes up short and then tries to kill all your creatures. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Get wrecked. <laughs> 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 oh man, yeah. Yeah, it's a sweet one. I got to bounce his Ink Moth Nexus uh, in one of the other games. Just like, end of his turn. I like took the hit, was like, sure. Bounce it at the end of your turn. <laughs> Taking yeah. two turns off from attacking me with that thing. So yeah, that felt pretty good. Uh, how about you, Chris? What's your uh, slot of the week? Uh, so my slot of the week is going to be View from Above. And that's what you guys are going to be getting when the, the new videos come out. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is that? Hey, what does this card do? So, for those of you who don't know, what my slot of the week is, it's um, shame on us. <laughs> it's a two mana instant, I believe. <laughs> you believe? This isn't gonna be like rally the ancestors, right? Like, ah, I believe it goes in my graveyard. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're always playing it at sorcery speed anyway. But anyway, um, so it's a two-mana blue card from the Shards block. I don't remember exactly which set. Conflux, to be specific. Uh, yes, uh, Conflux, of course. And it says, Target creature <laughs> gains flying until end of turn. If you control a white permanent, um, put it back in your hand. Like, the, the spell, not the creature. That would be silly. <laughs> <laughs> so... You may be asking yourself, why on earth am I playing this card? That's exactly what I'm asking myself here. Well, there's a bit of a... We alluded to a little bit before. There's a little bit of a combo you can play with this card. So, it's pretty cool if you cast this card off of, like, a Sylvan Carry added, or maybe two Sylvan Carry Addits, for that matter. And uh, a white permanent that might be in play is a, a Jeskai Ascendancy. Uh, I see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> so you make your carry added's real big. Wait, so that's like an infinite combo. Yeah, you make them infinitely large. One beefy boy. Oh man. No, you make two beefy boys. Yeah. So typically you have like a face stitcher or a bird of paradise or something and you make it like stupidly big and then just attack them with this giant bird or something. Oh snap! <laughs> look at you! And they die! <laughs> and they just look in dis dismay. As this bird, this little bird just flies over and slaps him for like 7,000 damage. <laughs> Drops a feather on them for like 10,000. <laughs> One other thing to note is with View From Above, you also get to loot your entire deck if you want. So maybe should, should you, you want to kill them with something else, you can go find it. Because Sylvan Carriage can't actually attack, right, and has Defender. So you can just loot your entire deck away until you find a Fate Stitcher and then make that infinitely big to attack with. Or, or... Or, 
the extra spice. Um, Twice as nice. You can uh, go ahead and loot, 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 loot until you find a glittering wish. Uh, uh-huh. So, glittering wish <laughs> lets you, lets you uh, put a multicolored card you own from outside the game and put it in your hand. Uh-huh. So you go ahead and you, uh, you search up uh, a flesh blood. What does flesh blood do? <laughs> flesh uh, does something that nobody cares about, so we won't talk about it. Blood, on the other hand, is one red and one green. And it says that target creature you control deals damage to target creature or player equal to its power. Hadouken! <laughs> oh my god. Opponent has an ensnaring bridge? Not a problem. <laughs> Just shoot them with your stupidly big Sylvan Karyatid. And they can't even kill it in response because it has hexproof. Ridiculous. Oh, man. That's like some spirit bomb type shit right there. You are out of control. <laughs> so, janky combo is what I'm all about, so I'm gonna, gonna bring the jank. Uh, out of control. Anyway, Steven, what, what's your slot of the week? Uh, my slot of the week is Claim to Fame. Um, I'm not sure if I've had it as my slot of the week before. Now that I'm, now that I say that out loud, I feel like I have. Anyway, it's Claim to Fame. (laughs) It's Claim to Fame, uh, because I've found a new home for it in Jund. Uh, and I'm very much digging how that's working out. Uh, if I go, like, a turn two Dark Confidant, and they're like, Fatal Push or Lightning Bolt, I'm like, yay, that's fine. I'm going to bring it back for one mana next turn and play another two drop. Again. Haha. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's a fun card in that deck. Um, the other, the the fame side is, like, <laughs> like, rarely relevant. I think I played a test game where it was relevant, where I had, like, Minus two lethal on board, and I was just like, "Oh, uh, fame! Give my creature plus two attack." <laughs> I mean, that'll do it. David yeah. Bowie would be proud. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna let you run a little secret here, Stephen. Huh? Uh, my deck that I'm playing on Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm also playing a claim to fame. Oh snap! <laughs> uh, so you guys. yeah, you get to like discard. Like a Sylvan Carriage or a Bird of Paradise oh to your trigger God. and then claim it back. And your claim ah. triggers this tendency again anyway. And then when it's in play, like, oh, what good is a Mana Dora can play? Like, it just can't have a Mana. Well, you fame it. You, you, you fame give it. it. You give it. And then oh you trigger God. the ascendancy again. Can you, oh can you Glittering Wish for it? Um, I, th- I'm not sure, but it's in the main deck, so. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, not in this list. Cannot. But, uh,. I think yes, 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 yes. You can because you can you can uh, glittering wish for um, wear tear. Ah, so must, yeah, must yeah, be yeah. the same. Yeah, got him. That uh, I guess that wraps us up on salt of the week. Uh, but before we move into the end of cast, I just wanted to thank our uh, teammate and honorary MTG Conflux member Mike Schlump for all the hard work he's done on getting our MTG Conflux T-shirts prepped for us. He's been working with the shirt company to get everything printed and handled and uh we would like to thank him for all his help thank you mike we appreciate Thanks, it mike and uh i'll turn it over to you steven for the end of the cast 
So thank you guys for checking us out and sticking out to the very end. If you're wondering where you can check out more content, you can head over to mtgconflux.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube under the same name, mtgconflux, one word. And if you have any suggestions or comments that you'd like us to read, please feel free to email us at themtgconflux at gmail.com. Again, we really do appreciate you sticking around, and we hope you'll join us in the next one. Later. Later.